teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. The Gospel of the Lord. I applaud Bishop Mark for designating this day to observe the Juneteenth celebration. There is great wisdom in doing this. And certainly, uh, that has now become a national holiday. It testifies to that tendency in the human spirit, for whatever reason, deep down within us, that we must never forget things that have happened of great significance, for good or for ill. I remember years ago, my sister had a tour of England, and she was at Coventry, and she bought me a little thing, uh, you know, to record her trip. And she saw the cathedral that had been bombed out during the Blitz, and they left it just as it was, and there was an inscription, lest we forget. And I always remembered that, and I had a little Bible marker of it that I that I've kept ever since. So much of life is like this. There's an old saying about war. War nods with one eye open. Every time we have some kind of a success, every time we overcome some kind of evil and so on, we can never rest. Because uh, the human spirit has a tendency to creep back to its old behavior. And certainly, we have seen this vividly recently. After the Civil War, the fruits of the Emancipation Proclamation were put into law with the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments regarding citizenship, voting, and so on. And so, you would think this is a great triumph. And of course it is. And we're grateful for it. On the other hand, never underestimate the nefarious workings of the human mind. In the southern states especially, a series of statutes were put into place 
to limit all the freedoms that had been gained, the so-called Jim Crow laws. In our own time, we see new Jim Crow laws that stretch far beyond the original. And uh, they're almost diabolical because they not only look to limit the freedoms of some people, but also to manipulate our very democracy. So not only have we not endured the positive outcomes of what went on immediately after the Civil War, but now we're, we're back in the middle of it once again. And so we can never let our guard down, and that's really the message of any observance like Juneteenth, is that we must never forget. The only way we are able to improve in life and improve our human condition and bring about all the things that we believe in that are found in our gospel and certainly in our constitution here in our country. The only way we can do it is to win those freedoms again and again and again. And I recall that in the Seder uh, service, uh, of course, which is honoring the most fundamental of human freedoms, the Israelites being freed from Egypt, in that text, it urges those who are observing this year after year after year that they must realize that in every generation, in every year of our lives, we cannot take any of this for granted. Human nature is such as that it will, it may lead us back into the old story. And so that is why we're here today. And that is why we're observing Juneteenth today. It is to remind us that the struggle for the virtues of life, for all of the freedoms that we've gained, is a daily struggle. There's a quasi-humorous story I just want to share with you very briefly. I spent some time in the telecommunications industry a number of years ago. And I remember there were three major divisions of providing telephone service. There's residential service that we all know, business service, of course, and then there is public telephone. And public telephone are the old uh, coin boxes, coin telephones, phone booths, and so on. And throughout the history uh, of these devices, it was, they, it was completely challenged to keep the money inside the coin box. Uh, the street urchins were always looking for ways to break them, looking for change and so on. And they, they did a great job in doing it. Maintaining them in the big cities, especially, was one of the great challenges of the phone company. And so, uh, over many years, uh, they had uh, scientists at Bell Labs uh, try to keep up with innovations to uh, protect that money. And no sooner did they come up with a certain innovation than within a few weeks, people were figuring out how to break into them. It got so bad that they even hired uh, people who were uh, 
charged with felonies and imprisoned, and then when they were let out, these thieves were hired by Bell Labs to, uh, as the testers of these new devices to see if they could make it work. The, the innovations in technology, of course, went on and on. We have now cell phones and other things, and the public telephone really almost went out of existence. I think by law there has to be a certain number of them, but, but basically it's not even a service which tells you of how ingenious the human mind is in trying to get what it wants. Uh, and you don't need geniuses to figure this out. It's, we all have these abilities if we submit to them. So we should never underestimate the, the lurking uh, evil that goes around. It's within us. It's within every one of us. And so, we must, with discipline, remind ourselves of what we have to do, of the values that we have to live and uphold in our society, in our families, of course, and in the community, and in our nation. And so once again, I, I applaud the bishop for bringing this observance into our regular lit liturgical calendar here in this diocese, and remind all of us of the obligation we have to keep our focus on all of the values that we truly appreciate and believe in, they have to be fought for every single day, like many things in life. But this one is extremely important, especially at this particular time. So I invite you all to think about these things. And as we go forward, hopefully together, we will uh, do our part in uh, not only observing and remembering the terrible things that happened in our history, but doing everything we can to avoid having repeating them. So God bless you. listening to the sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907. Search for us online or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.